This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, welcome into The Lake Show, News Talk 830-WCCO. I am broadcasting tonight from Target Center. Skyway Studio, as I'm watching the crowd go into a Target Center to watch the Wolves host tonight, the Toronto Raptors, um, fresh off of the loss last night in Denver. Now it's a back-to-back. Let's see if the uh, the Wolves can get back to their winning ways tonight here at Target Center. But the uh, the big news of the moment and of the day is the firing of Ed Donatel, defensive coordinator, of the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, that that is the big news right now, and I definitely want to take phone calls and get your reaction to this breaking news. It is breaking news because it's happened within the last what forty five minutes. Um, your reaction to it at six five one four six one nine two two six. But there's, I look at this maybe a little bit differently than a lot of other people with regard to the way that this is kind of played out for Kevin O'Connell. Okay, I'm going to read you the statement of, of from Coach O'Connell that the Vikings tweeted out um, almost 40 minutes ago. It says 37 minutes ago. Statement from Kevin O'Connell. Today I informed Ed Donatel we will be going in a different direction at defensive coordinator in 2023. While this was a difficult decision because of the tremendous respect I have for Ed as a person and a coach, I believe it is the right move for the future of our football team. I want to thank Ed for his commitment to the Vikings this past season, for the positive impact he had on our players and coaches, and for his role in helping me as a first-year head coach lay this foundation. We all wish Ed and his wife, Cherry, only the best in the future. We will immediately begin our search to fill this critical role as we continue to build the championship standard for the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, so it was not news, right? It was not news at all that the Vikings were struggling defensively. They were struggling defensively the entire season for the most part, and specifically the final two months of the year. So that part wasn't a shock, and people calling for Ed Donatel to be let go and fired, not a shock either. But my question 
that I have. And if you have a reaction to it at 651-461-9226, is this. It's pretty simple. The first question that comes to mind is, is this the move that Kevin O'Connell wanted to make? Is this the move that Kevin O'Connell wanted to make? Did he feel pressured to fire Ed Donatel? So I think about that, and I think it's a little bit deeper than just the, okay, the team was bad or defense was bad the last couple of months. We're, get, we're moving on to a new defensive coordinator. Because in my mind, even if he wanted to keep Ed for a second year, even if he wanted to do that, he couldn't. And I question whether he did this for football reasons. And I know that that might sound very crazy and, oh, Lake, that's a conspiracy theory. But I'm not sure that he did this for football reasons. I think he was torn on it, to be honest with you. Now, maybe ultimately he did it for football reasons, whatever, but I think he was really torn on this decision. Because think about it like this. When addressing the defense and their performance or lack thereof late in the season, and even the prospects of Ed being replaced or fired, because he was being asked way before the playoffs, hey, you thinking about changing some stuff in terms of who's calling the defense and all? Like, it had been out there, right? There was no real confidence that was being displayed from him about making a move. Did you guys listen to the, to the, to the pressers? I listened to some of them driving around. I'm hearing Matthew Collar, who's on our show weekly, Purple Insider himself. I'm hearing him ask questions with the rest of the media members specifically about Ed. And he really, I don't want to say he, he, he didn't do the, the whole no comment. Or next question, right? He didn't pull a T.O. next question. But he didn't give you anything. And he didn't ever really say anything with any real confidence with regards to, well, this is what we're going to do. When he was asked about it, was it on Monday? He said that uh, they're evaluating it. But Matthew Collar called it out. He called it out. In that he said on this show on Tuesday, he said, what I expect to happen is that when he meets the media on Wednesday and he, he, he talks about or talks to the media, there will be no resolution. But after that, they'll let him go. So he was mum in terms of what he was going to do, wasn't saying anything to ever, to anybody with confidence, it came out as a statement and a tweet. This is what I think um, we should factor in. I think that Kevin O'Connell, the head coach of the Vikings that everybody's in love with right now, I think that Kevin O'Connell, I know that that uh, Chris Tubbs is really cool with Kevin, so he calls him KOC. KOC He knew that a portion of the Vikings fan base would lose confidence in him if he didn't fire him. That's what I believe. Now, I'm not saying that at the end of the day that they didn't talk and they didn't, you know, maybe they didn't see things eye to eye or whatever in terms of scheme and changing all the stuff, you know, the different, you know, the defense and, you know, how you view the, the, the players that are playing in the defense 
And is the scheme workable with the guys that you have? Is it a talent issue? Is it a scheme? We'll, we'll, we'll never truly know that until the next time that maybe Kevin O'Connell steps in front of the media and explains his decision. Because right now, we have a statement. We don't have people asking him a million questions about this. But I honestly, I think that Kevin O'Connell, he knew it. He'd been hearing it the entire time from fans about this defense. And then after they lose at home, playoff game to the Giants, I think that O'Connell, he knew that a portion of the Vikings fan base was going to lose confidence in him if he didn't fire at Donatel. Your reaction, your thoughts, am I on to something? Am I totally off? 651-461-9226. Your reactions, uh, whether it's via phone call or text on the City's One Plumbing, talking text line. We'll also get Chris Tubbs' reaction as well. Take those phone calls next year on The Lake Show. All right, Timberwolves taking on the Toronto Raptors. That's coming up here. The pregame with Cal Soderquist in 10 minutes. Game tips at 7. But talking at Donatel right now, I gave my thoughts, my opinions on it, my reaction with regards to just him being fired. I think that Kevin O'Connell, I think he had no choice. I think he was torn on this. He hadn't said much about whether um, Donatel was going to be back or not. And, and I think that some people out there would say, well, maybe he didn't say that much because he didn't want it to become a big, big deal, and he'd draw more attention to it. But I would say, on the flip side, how can you make it even more attention-grabbing than the fact that you're going to the postseason and your defense is struggling? It's it's already a big deal. That, that's just the, the way that I view it. 651-461-9226. That's the phone number. That's, hey, Dave St. Peter from the Minnesota Twins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, walking by. He's, he's, hey, he's checking out some Timberwolves basketball tonight. That's what I'm talking about. But Chris, how do you view it? Do you think that, do you think that I'm on to something here with regards to, um, Kevin O'Connell or, or do you think it was just a slam dunk from the start in terms of firing Ed? I think both of those can be true, Henry. I think you can look at Kevin O'Connell and say he didn't want to fire Ed Donatel, but at the same time, when you look at how this defense played, especially in the latter half of the season, and how it clearly became a liability, you don't have any other choice but to make a move. Like, you you need to do something to fix it. And if you feel like schematically you need to make a change, then that's what he had to do. But you can still not want to make the move. I mean, Kevin O'Connell was a first-year head coach. One thing you want is, and, and I understand hiring Ed Donatel initially because you want somebody that's got a lot of years as a defensive coordinator and and that experience. Mm -hmm. So I understand you you want that, but when you look at the results, it just, it wasn't up to snuff. So I, you can, you can not want to make the move and it can be hard to make the move, but yet at the same time, you can say, we have to make this move for the betterment of the football team. But, 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 but now there is a, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope though. So, so, you can feel the pressure of having to make a move, but you make the move ultimately not because of necessarily all the pressure that you're feeling, but because you also think it's the right move too. There's one thing that you have to do 
when you are a head coach in professional sports, not even professional sports, but also college athletics, is that when you get that head coaching job, you have to make the decisions, the the, the decisions you think are going to work. You hire the people that you want to hire. You yes. fire the people because you may not ever get that chance again. Yeah, you can't. You, you got to. You touch. can't. You can't make decisions and then things start to snowball and you're like, oh, I really didn't want to do this. You might only get one crack at it. Yeah, and I mean, if you're Kevin O'Connell, the last thing you want to do is listen to the fan base. You got to tune out the noise. Yes. Like because we're fans. Fan is short for fanatic. When you're fanatical, sometimes you make irrational decisions. Fans are emotional. Like, you don't listen to the fan base. If, if Kevin O'Connell is really, you know, listening to the, the chatter amongst Skull Nation and Vikings territory or whatever it is that we're calling ourselves, then he has, he's got to reprioritize himself. I don't think that's the case. At all. I, I mean, I, I don't think the fans and the outside pressure from us, I don't feel like that had anything to do with it. I mean, you can you can just look at it, Henry, and that defense did not pass the, the smell test. Even a halfway competent defense would have at least gotten you through the first round and could have given you more of a shot in the divisional round coming up. Well, this is, this is, this is I think, one of the big situations that people have to think about and view when we talk about Ed being fired, or him coming in here and the job that he did. You can't give him a pass and say and look and and, and look at the the personnel and say, okay, this is the personnel that I have, and I'm going to do a three four. Yes, there was you, a you, lot you of discussion on that coming in. Yeah, you can't. Well, you can't do that. You can't get a pass on that. Like like. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't have the personnel to run a 3-4, then damn it, you don't run one. You, you like, gotta <laughs> run, you gotta run the, you have to tailor your scheme to the players that you have. Yes. Not vice versa. That's one of the reasons, Henry, why I feel like, uh, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith, we didn't see them the way that they should be used. Like, th- this defense has aged, but the way that they were used, and I'm not an X's and O's guys, but I feel like we can look at a football game and say, why is this person in this position? And instantly, like, there's more work behind the scenes that needs to be done. But, yeah, it, number one, coming in and saying, I'm going to do this, that's not what good coaches do. Yeah, I just, you know, w- when I think about all of this, man, he made the right decision. I'm not going to stand up here and, 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 and say that Ed Donatel needed to come back for year number two. I think that one of the things that, that that Kevin O'Connell probably was grasping and weighing with and having issue with, and I I I, I'm, I don't want to say I know this is a fact, but I'm pretty sure this was one of the things he probably struggled with. is is pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Well, he's yeah, been well, here. He's been here one year, right? Yeah. They won the division, and he's already firing a defensive coordinator. I I think that optically he's probably like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. I want 13 games, and I got to fire this guy already. Like. I know he probably struggled with that, but it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you can't you can't go forward thinking that you're going to be a competitive football team when your defense is very obviously the Achilles heel of this team. There's going to be a lot of like there's no way that this defense could possibly be any worse next year. And you and, sure? Well, if if it is, 
I guess there could be a way it could be worse, but I, I'm going to choose to look at, you know, a couple of Kleenexes and you can stop, you can stop that nosebleed if you're the Vikings. I, I'm, I just feel. Because the Vikings will be in a tough spot. They, they absolutely. Next year. Yeah, they, but what if Harry's not here? And what if it's Lewis Seen that he, that he comes all the way back from that injury? What if you don't have, what if you don't have Patrick Peterson and this Andrew Booth Jr.? Well, th- this defense is going to take their lumps. Like, I-, I would rather them take their lumps by purging and trying to revamp it. I don't like this whole idea of a competitive rebuild. Like, it, it worked once, but I-, I still, I don't feel that one foot in, one foot out concept. I don't feel like that works, especially when you've got a team like the Lions who are clearly on the up and up. Like, to me, the, the, they're in a tough spot. You've got to look. I don't fear the Lions. You don't fear, you don't, okay. I don't fear the Lions. They're the Lions. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't fear the, you don't fear the roar? They're going to restore the roar in, in, uh, Detroit, the Motor City. Sure. No, the Motor City Kitties. How, how many man. years have they been saying that? Huh? How many years they've been saying that? Yeah, but they've been biting kneecaps like they are now. It's different. <laughs> the you, fighting, biting kneecaps. The fighting, biting kneecaps. That's what we're going to call them. Listen, you're going to have to, you're going to have to kind of give it a, you know, give it a shot of some new blood. And I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm okay with them being bad as long as they're going to be bad with younger talent that you can build. Like this year, there was no upside to that defense. If you can bring in some younger players, and you take a step back, but at least you're going to do it with players that you can build with. I got you. All right, well, that's going to wrap up the uh, the Lake Show. we got uh, Cal Soderquist with the Timberwolves pregame coming up next here. Raptors in the house facing the Wolves after the game. I'm going to have Timberwolves tonight. Can I talk about a victory tonight? Last night I was bummed. i got to be honest, I was bummed. La- last night... I, I, I was bummed. We yeah. should have won that game. Yeah, that, it the was, final three yeah. minutes of that game was just oh, it was torture. They didn't they, they didn't hit a shot for the, like the last three minutes of that game. It was frustrating. That was because they competed with Denver in Denver. Like it was a good showing up until the end. All right, so Cal's going to set it up. Hopefully, the the Wolves will knock it out the park, and I'll wrap it up tonight here. Nonetheless, we'll be here Timberwolves tonight. A little bit later here on the Good Neighbor. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 